you guys need to decide when you're ready to take on the challenge because I think you might need a bit more than four weeks as Ashley mentioned there but let's get it done beforehand I love your confidence but you haven't got a hope OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app OTB Sports in partnership with Carlsberg Zero Zero the best tasting Zero Zero beer in the world probably always drink responsibly get the facts be drink aware visit drinkaware.ie can you tell us a little bit about how you first got involved in football or was it something that was in your family or was it something that you just picked up yourself naturally along the way where it kind of all started was literally getting a ball like going out front we had like um so like in my state we had like a grass and we used to go like with all the boys i was a proper like tomboy if you want to say like the words like that like just um going out like and playing a game every single day after school whether it be even before school as I was like kicking a football off the wall like I just constantly had a ball in my hand um, and then like I went from there I think I was like seven when I joined the South Celtic they were like would be my home club um, yeah like and I worked with Damon Scanlon he would be my manager at the time the whole way up he actually was a manager until I actually left the soul. I've been coaching underage teams since about 1979 we started with a youth team and then mainly I suppose in the last 20 years I've spent most of the time with the girls and Savannah came in I reckon she was only about six and she would have been playing with 11 and 12 year olds because she was under 12 at that time but you could see straight away they were five and six years old on her but she got stuck in from the world go and never looked back. She was a breath of fresh air like she was so energetic and smiling her face and the hair flowing and flying through everyone, you know, and, and in some ways I suppose it was too easy for her, you know, because she was so good, but, you know, where she was where she was living at the time, uh, she probably would have been playing with a lot of the boys and she had to be tough, but she was stone crazy about soccer, you know, so she was playing and she won five under 12 leagues because she was playing from seven, eight, nine, ten, do you know what I mean? So, and there was a funny story one time she was playing an opposition team and and the chairperson of that club said to Dom, he said, Savannah can't be underage again. And he said, I have bad news, she's underage for another two years. So that's how good she was, you know. It kind of, it kind of started from there, really. And then when I was like 14, the Munster schools came in and wanted me to go. And I was just, at that stage, like, I was just enjoying it. Like, I just kind of was, was playing for the fun of it. Like, and I was, when, it, when that offer came of me going, even for tries of Munster, I was like, no, like, I didn't want to do it. And then, yeah, I kind of just started from there, like, and then, like, Dominic was like, Sav, like, you're good enough, like, go for it. Yeah, like, and I never really turned back. A lot of soccer coaches love a good left-legged player, and she had a left leg that money couldn't buy. No fear, she showed no fear. Oh, she was tough work. My own daughter was playing on the same team as her, and there was many Saturday morning we could be heading for Kinmare or Killarney, and myself and the daughter would have to go banging on the door to get her out of bed. But it was worth it all because we knew she had the potential to go far and thanks be to God she's gone very far. So when you first went into Listowel, I presume there probably wasn't a lot of girls teams around at that time? Joined this whole Celtic, uh, was playing with them, uh, also joined the boys team when I was like 13, 14. So even on the boys teams, you know, she, she wouldn't have looked out of place. Whereas she would have been centre midfield, maybe with the girls teams, she might have been left back or on the wing or something with the boys. But even at the boys teams, she would have been playing with the boys teams two or three years in the age as well. Maybe when a 12 Bs or something like that, you know. But but then come the end of the year, awards nights, 
Dominic would have been presenting her with under 10 girls player of the year, but she might have been getting under 12B boys player of the year as well, you know, and, and the proof is there. So I would play with the boys up until 16, and then at that stage it came to where you couldn't play with the, the boys after that age. When I was 16, I didn't play with the senior boys, so I would play with them up until before I went to Glasgow. So I would have worked with Aidan O'Connor. Um, he was really good with me in terms of, like, getting me in there. I was like, just, like, like, shoulder them and do all this to the boys. Like, don't, don't hold back. Like, um, and they actually didn't. I used to honestly get bashed around the anything, <laughs> and I loved every bit of it. Like, yeah. she wanted to be treated the same as everyone else, and the lads were encouraged. Don't stand back from her, you know, because she'd. She'd put in a tackle, she'd hurt them, and there was one famous night when someone went in late in her, and you could see her saying, I'll get you back, and next thing the ball came between them, and he unfortunately ended up stuck onto the fence. <laughs> but no harm done, but she kind of was letting her, letting him know, you don't cross me or I'll, I'll get you back. He had a pretty illustrious career in the underage levels with Ireland. You captain at several different age levels? Yeah, I think like I captained, yeah, 15, 16, 17, and 19. Um, and I was 16, I think, when I made my debut for the seniors. So, like, yeah, it was unbelievable. I think when you're when you're playing, like, you're just living in the, living in the moment. Um, and obviously, we with the 17s, we did really, really well. Um, with the 19s, obviously, with the European Championships, the semi-finals, um, we went on like an unbelievable run. Like, no goals conceded up until we went to the finals. Um, yeah, and I think it was down to the Netherlands when they beat us. Like, I think it was like four 0 in the semi-final. Uh, the European Championships, uh, but yeah, we did unbelievable underage. I wouldn't make anybody captain without obviously speaking to the player themselves and asking them are they comfortable about doing it. Obviously at 16s, it probably wouldn't be as demanding as what 19s would be and what I was looking for from a captain. Um, and yes, and I think it really, really brought herself uh, out, um, developed her as, as, as a player and a person. And, um, and there's no doubt she grew in that role as time went on. It was good education for Savannah as a captain coming in, knowing what we were looking for, and then us seeing how she developed then in that role and that capacity. And she didn't, she didn't let us down. She was great. Um, when was the time when you kind of first realised, like pulling on the Irish jersey, and it really meant something to you? Because obviously when you're playing from such a young age, sometimes for some people it's only actually when they get that senior cap that they're like, oh my gosh, I am an Ireland player, this means so much. Sue Rowland was the manager. Yeah, that's when I got my first senior cap. I was so young as well, I was 16 at the time. And I'm in a team the likes of Emma Byrne, Yvonne Tracy, like Denise O'Sullivan, like, and I'm just looking around, but like, am I actually really, really here? Um, but yeah, like, uh, those are the days, like that, this is what you dream of, like playing for Ireland, playing for your country. Sue would ask me my opinion. Sue would, was in the Netherlands actually when we qualified for the Euros. Um, so she would have seen firsthand what, what uh, Savannah would have, known, would have known Savannah anyway. It was no great surprise really when Savannah got called up, you know, and it was great honour for her and we were all delighted for her. And what was the reaction back home when you got that senior call up into the Irish squad? Oh, I remember uh, ringing my dad. Um, and honestly, like he, there was actually nearly tears. My mum was like, that there was tears coming down his eyes, like when I gave him that phone call of me making my senior debut. He was so happy, you know. Like I was 16, I was thinking, okay, like I'm gonna go over there, like train, you know what I mean. And then when 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 Sue gives you a shout of you're coming on, you're like, you don't really think about it until after the game. I suppose then, like, that's when all the emotions kind of hit you. You're like, I'm about to actually have my senior debut. Like, 
So the club must have been fairly excited then when you started. Yeah, so older, been, especially when you were like captaining the teams as well. So it's been when I went to when I uh, made my debut for the or the 15s Irish team. It was in Dublin, the AUL, and they when they all came up and they all supported me. Took a bus load up of her teammates and. Her parents were there and a lot of her family members, Aidan, and a lot more from the club went up. So it was a great day and a great honour. We all loved it. It was a proud moment for the club. We knew it was the first cap of many. You talked about the under-19 championships where you guys did really well. Eventually went out to the Netherlands. Vivian Miedema, who's now one of the best players in the world, scored a hat-trick to send us out, which is not bad going when you think about it in hindsight. But you also scored, I think it was against England and Sweden in the tournament. Yeah, so I think we had England, Sweden and Norway, I think, in our group. Um, and obviously we won all three games. And then they, Holland were actually, well, the Netherlands, they were actually in the other group. And we drew them in the semi-final. But like... I'll, even, I'll never forget like even scoring against England um, and like both, both games we actually went, we actually went down 1-0 and then to come back and went 2-1 like it was honestly one of the best feelings ever like it was, it was such I think because obviously when you play England like England and Ireland is always that bit of like a bit of rivalry like um, yeah so for us to beat that beat them was, was special. I can imagine the absolute scenes of scoring oh. and just the the joy that must have gone through your body when you saw that ball hit the back of the net. I think like for us like as a team, I think like underage we had such like we like such a good team like Katie McCabe, like Claire Shine, Sarah Rowe, like I could honestly go through the whole team and then we went on such a good route or like such a good run. But like us as a team, I think we actually believed that we could actually do really, really well. And then when we actually went over there and I got out of the group, we were like, like we can actually win this, Do you know? But yeah, the likes of Vivian Medina and just pops up and scores a hat-trick, like, um, <laughs> yeah, but like, she's, listen, she's one of the best players in the world and to even be playing, playing against her was uh, special. To look at your senior career then, it's been a bit up and down since then in the sense that there was that five-year gap between you being called back into the squad in 2021, playing against Australia, and then becoming pretty much like a stalwart figure in Vera Pau's squad. What was that phone call like from Vera Pau, or was it Vera Pau that actually called you in the first place saying, hi Savannah, I want you to come back into the no, squad? No, so it was actually, it was actually like mad how it actually came around. Um, obviously, like I was, like I said earlier, like I was 16 when I made my first my senior debut, and then I made that decision to go over to Glasgow. Um, I had a few like setbacks in terms of like injuries and stuff. Um, then my granddad got ill, and I made a decision to come home. I signed with Cork City, and I did my meniscus in my knee. So it was like a case of me being out for a year, um, and then I'd come back and I'd be doing really really well again, and then I get like another injury or another setback. So it was really really tough, and I suppose. You had that that was been nearly five years since I was last in with seniors. You're in your head like you're thinking, Am I ever gonna get that opportunity again? So of course it's it's tough and it's hard at um at the same time. But I just remember like like with Galway, I no, sorry, I went through the stage where when my granddad got passed away, um where I just went like went to say two training sessions a week and just playing a game and not really giving it like 100 percent and me as a player as if like if for anyone that knows me i am a type of player who will always give 100 percent i always have the willing to win um i hate losing yeah i think it was two years ago with Galway. i was like you know what like i want to get this like i want to get myself back in there i think i had a conversation with denise and um, i was like i want to get myself back in this 
the squad like um and I just was just put the head down, worked hard, uh, was at all the training sessions, then I joined, like I started training with the boys, um, just doing my own stuff. Um and then yeah, I was kinda of got in a few prayer months like prayer months like now the women's actually prayer months. Um yeah, and I was doing really, really well and then yeah, I got called up to the home base training session and I remember like being up there and I was just thinking like I've got to give this my best shot, like, um, yeah, it was like my first, yeah, it was like my first time being called back in, um, yeah, and after the training session, they were actually in, they were supposed to be in to play Sweden, I think, and it was called off, mm. um, they mean to play in Australia in a friendly, and I remember, like, it was a Tuesday when I was up in home-based training session, I think I was in work, and I'll never forget it, like, uh, Denise had messaged me, been like, oh my God, like you never told me you're in, but you're back in the squad. And I was like, what? I was like, I didn't know. I seen it online. I seen actually on social media that I was what actually What a person back. to break the news. I know. <laughs> and she was like, you're mad, like you're lying to me. And I was like, Denise, honestly, like I'm not. Um, yeah, so I kind of seen it on social media, but obviously when I, when, I, when I got, when I went in, like Vera spoke to me and she was really, really good. And I'm, I suppose, I got to like, thank her as well. She's been really good in terms of giving me that chance and actually believing in me when I probably didn't believe in myself. So you came in and then it was pretty much, you know, your spot in the squad was absolutely sorted. What was it like the first time you pulled on that jersey after five years of not wearing it? Honestly, it was emotional, but um, like I was just, I was just so happy to be back in. It was special, but your first game back after five years and you're up against the likes of Sam Kerr, like <laughs> it wasn't easy, but uh, yeah, like I, I, enjoyed it, I enjoyed it and I loved every bit of it. You've had a more difficult route than some of the other players in that you did have that injury. And it was your ACL, MCL and LCL that you did? So I pretty much did everything in my knee. But I think the only, the only thing that was intact was actually my meniscus that I actually had repaired a few years ago. Um, they did a good job, clearly. They did a good job, clearly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like that. You're on such a high um, for me. But I was, on so, like, I was on such a high, playing well with club, got myself back into the international squad after five years. And then, bang, like an injury happens like that. Like, it was... It was tough. Desperate, heartbreaking really, when she really got onto the Irish team and was doing so well and then all of a sudden a freak injury. I think you get into like a dark place in terms of being like, for me, an ACL was, was in my head a fair. Like seeing players go through it, I'm just like, I don't think I could actually ever come back from it. Like that was my, 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 like my mind set, but when it actually happened, I was kind of more eager than ever to actually get myself back on the pitch. And I was kind of doing everything I could possibly do. But like that, you have good days, you have bad days. And that's kind of the way it went for the, the year. Like you, like you wake up one morning, you're crying. And then the next, the next morning you wake up and you're actually happy because something good has happened in the gym. Or mm. it could be just small little things, but meant so much. Um, but yeah, it was, it was tough. She didn't get injured much underage, but when she got injured over the last few years, she was always determined to get back and she's recovered from all these injuries she's had. You signed a contract this year with Shamrock Rovers, the, the new cool guys on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> how were you approached about joining the club and obviously being injured and still rehabbing through it? How did that whole process work? Like obviously when I, when I did the injury, I was kind of more focused on getting myself right and then thinking about what options I've had when I was close to being returning back to play. Um, I remember Jay, Jay Carey contacted me before Christmas um, and I, I worked with Jay, he would be my manager like under 15s with Ireland, like, so I worked with him years ago. Um, so I have a good relationship with him. But he got in contact with me and was just like, listen, like, we want you, like, you know. Um, so I've had a conversation with him, but I just said, 
right now I was just concentrating on my rehab and getting myself right. Um, yeah, so that was kind of like the phone call and then obviously Collie got in contact with me then after Christmas. But like that, God, I was a guy for two years and they've been really good to me in terms of being like on the pitch and off the pitch. And I obviously have a good relationship with everyone at the club. So it wasn't an easy decision and it was one I obviously really had to think about. But Shamrock Rovers was an opportunity that I just could not turn down. You've talked in the past about how, you know, when you were going out playing in your community, you were like the only girl and now you go home and you see little traveller girls playing and how important that is for you in terms of representation and boys as well and knowing that, you know, this is a pathway you can take and I think you've said before that you've always felt very fortunate that you've not faced a lot of prejudice but you know that other people have. Is that something that's still important for you and something that you hope you can keep representing? I had, like I didn't have that traveller girl. Um, or even like traveller boy that I'm like, like that I could look up to where I'm just like for now I look at like my niece and my nephews they have someone like me that can say listen she's she's played for Ireland or she's played at a high level like I can do the same thing where for me it was just like I wanted to do it like I like my sisters were wasn't the ones for a football at their hand I was I was one that wanted a United jersey for Christmas my sisters wanted opposite things um, but yeah, of, of, of course, it's for me, obviously, being part of the, the traveling community. Um, I'm obviously really, really proud of it. But and my family has been really, really supportive in terms of like everything I do. They're honestly, they're honestly my number one supporters and probably wouldn't be, be here without them. Like, but um, yeah, in terms of, I suppose, I want to be that figure that other Irish girl, or tra Irish traveling girls, traveling girls in general, um, yeah, have someone to look up to. And, yeah, have a name. Hopefully Savannah will lead to more of the travelling community. They're always welcome here and we encourage them. So I know some new boys have joined as well this year. So we look forward to seeing more. Great credit has to go to Savannah and the other players themselves for, for, um, for what they, the difficulties that was in front of them. You know, there's a lot of opportunities now. It wasn't always that way. Um, so um, nothing but pride for all of them, and, but in particular Savannah was was um, was a very very good player for us and was a very very good captain. She's at Shamrock Rovers now, and, and best of luck to her. And I'm sure she'll continue to be one headhunted by other clubs all over the country. OTB Sports, in partnership with Carlsberg Zero Zero, the best tasting Zero Zero beer in the world, probably. Always drink responsibly. Get the facts. Be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie.